Thank you for joining us for this segment of A Dose of DKB, a podcast covering today's accounting and business hot topics in short doses for the busy working professional. This is a broadcast of DeJoy Knopf and Blood, LLP. Hi, this is Mark Blood. I'm a partner in the tax practice at DeJoy Knopf and Blood, and today I have with me Mike Tota, who's a supervisor in our tax practice. Hi, everybody. Happy to be here today. Uh, we're going to spend a little time today to talk about uh, research and experimentation uh, deductions and tax credits and some of the benefits that are available to businesses that are developing uh, the new technologies in the world. Uh, one of the uh, interesting parts about the R&D tax credit is this is one of the areas that many expect to survive um, tax reform at this point in time. Uh, both the House Blueprint and the Trump administration seem to include uh, the ongoing uh, R&D tax credit uh, in their proposals for tax reform and tax changes. Um, some of the examples that we're going to talk about today are companies that are developing new and innovative technologies and we're going to talk a little bit about some of the uh, tax credits that they've been able to generate based on their development activities. We'll also talk a little bit about some of the deductions that they've been able to generate from research and development activities. Uh, Mike's going to spend a little time to talk about one of our uh, situations where we had a client who was developing a, uh, I'll call it a new high-tech device, uh, and they were able to generate some tax deductions and some tax credits uh, in 2016 that were very beneficial to the company. Thanks, Mark. Uh, yeah, our, our client is a startup company uh, developing a high-tech device, and as you could imagine, uh, they have a lot of expend expenses uh, by the way of research and development, um, including wages, uh, um, employee wages, uh, a lot of uh, R&D supplies, as well as uh, third-party contractors that they pay to do uh, research and development for them. So how much, Mike, were their total costs that they incurred in developing uh, their new new device? Uh, their total R&D costs for, for the 2016 tax year was uh, in the neighborhood of $400,000. Um, and as a result of that, they were able to claim uh, an R&D tax credit um, around $30,000. So the, the $30,000 uh, in terms of the tax credit, is that a credit that's computed off of all of their costs that they incur, or is there just selected costs that go into the computation of the credit? Uh, yeah, I, I mentioned uh, before that the the deductions that generally go into the computation of the tax credit uh, include wages, uh, supplies, third-party uh, contract, research and development, as well as um, rental and lease costs of computers. So those uh, those items make up the the credit base on which the, the credit is calculated. So, so this is kind of an interesting area of the tax law in, in the sense that taxpayers are both able to claim deductions for their research and development expenditures, but based on the amount of those expenditures, they're also able to claim uh, additional tax credits. So it's almost like they're getting um, a double benefit, a benefit from the deduction and a benefit from the tax credit. So Mike, tell me a little bit about the, the tax credits that we were able to claim in this one particular case because this was a, a brand new startup company and they were able to uh, utilize a, a new section of the tax law related to research and experimentation uh, credits. Yeah, Mark, uh, it's a pretty awesome rule that uh, 
that Congress came out with this year um, applying to the 2016 tax year that allows the R&D tax credit to be used to offset uh, payroll taxes. Um, a lot of times in startup companies, uh, they're often um, net losses in the early years, um, and if those losses pass through to partners or, or shareholders, um, there's no personal income tax liability associated with that with that loss. So it, it seemed as though the R&D tax credit wasn't really being used um, and wasn't as beneficial as it as it was intended to be. Um, so this new provision allows uh, the R&D tax credit to be used to offset payroll taxes um, in the current year. So in the, so in this example, um, we have thirty thousand dollars of of R&D credit that was earned um, in relation to the 2016 tax year uh, that will be used to offset payroll taxes due um, in the second quarter of 2016. So what you see is um, essentially an immediate uh, cash savings for the for the company. Um, there are specific rules surrounding this, the use of this payroll tax credit as opposed to the regular R&D credit. Um, and those rules are, are aimed towards startup companies, so you have to have less than five years of, of gross receipts. Um, and also less than $5 million of gross receipts in 2016, um, which was the case for, for our startup company. So this is, a, this is a good answer for these guys because um, going forward in 2017, they're going to reduce their cost of operation by this $30,000 tax credit. So where they would have normally looked at the tax credit and said it's not really going to benefit us right now, it's actually putting uh, real money in their pocket for the continued development of their product. Um, we, we had another situation with a client of ours that's a, uh, that's a software developer. Uh, they develop software that uh, is related to the healthcare industry and uh, continue to uh, develop a, uh, a very interesting product that is going to be a big part of healthcare on a go-forward basis. Uh, these guys incurred uh, research and development costs in the current year of about $1.4 million. They're a more established company. Uh, they're developing their next generation technology. Uh, but in their case, uh, they were able to generate about $60,000 of R&D credits. Now, Mike, in their example, were we able to utilize the payroll tax uh, reduction or were we not able to utilize it? Yeah, we weren't able to utilize the payroll tax uh, deduction in their case uh, as they've been around for, for greater than five years so they, they're ineligible as well as um, they're above the, the five million dollar gross receipts threshold for 2016. So so what did we do with the credits in their case? We just passed them through to the owners of the business because it's a, a pass-through entity? Yeah, that's exactly how it works. Uh, the credits pass through to the to the shareholders, and they get to use that credit on their uh, you know personal income tax return, uh, thus reducing their their tax liability dollar for dollar. So, in in these companies' um, particular facts and circumstances, uh, the research and development expenditures that they incurred. Uh, they would have to develop some record keeping and they would have to develop some uh, methodology to track uh, what their costs are. How did we work with these clients to uh, develop the uh, accounting to account for uh, the costs that we included in the credit? Oh, you know, we had multiple discussions with these clients um, regarding what qualifies for the R&D credit. Um, and how they can they can best keep track of those expenses so that when we go to claim the credit, we're you know we're getting every dollar of credit that we that we possibly can for them. So um, we have a lot of very knowledgeable you know people at, in at DKB surrounding the the R and D credit and what qualifies and uh, 
you know, multiple discussions, I said, like I said, with each client uh, to get the, the best answer and to get the correct answer. That sounds great. Uh, well, we wanted to spend a little time with you today to talk about some of the benefits of, uh, of research and experimentation for taxpayers, both in terms of deductions that it can generate and as well as tax credits. Uh, some of the provisions uh, that have been added into the law to allow for the reduction of payroll taxes has really added some new life to the R&D tax credit. Uh, and uh, we'd love to have an opportunity to talk to anybody who would be interested in knowing more about the, uh, the law and the rules in this area. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, we look forward to you uh, listening to our podcast in the future. Thanks. Have a good day.